everybody, welcome back to Movies on Our Minds. It is January 2019, and we get to talk about Glass. This was a movie that we've been waiting for for like, oh yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, uh, Hit the table, guys. Yeah, can't do that anymore, you know. Uh, With it being 2019, we got Glass. This is a film that we've been waiting 19 years in the making. We didn't even know that we were going to get this after Split. And I got two of my friends here to talk about it with me. You know, we got Rafael Gutierrez. That's me. Um, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody, depending on whatever time of day and no matter where you're watching, listening, you can't watch this. You can watch the screen, whatever's on the screen. You going to have a picture of something there? Or uh, are you able to put some picture? What, what, what platform are you planning on putting it on? I just put on like the Apple iTunes, you know. Okay. Because it's podcasting, you know. Am, am I putting too much pressure on you? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Whatever you're looking at, you can watch this podcast while you listen to it. Mm-hmm. So... And we also got the main man, Richard McAllister. How you guys doing? Um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to give a big old thank you to both of you guys, you know, coming on this Sunday. And, uh, you know, most definitely, you know, we get to elaborate and uh, express what's going, what's going on in our minds right now with the, uh, with the movie uh, Glass. And giving thanks to God who the head of our life. That's what it's like. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, he was like, God. He was, saying, he was saying a prayer. I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, um. But uh, let's get let's get into it. Let's dive into yeah. it. Because you literally just came back from the theater too, right? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Yeah. So this is really fresh in your mind. Yeah. So was, I know you can't wait to talk about this. It connected a lot on on my personal life too. So Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. for, since you said that, just off the top, before you hear yeah. anybody's mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. I want to know from a rating standpoint from 1 to 10, what would you rate? Well, you Even, know, you know, I want to I say that for the end, actually. I want to say the ratings well, what, for the end. Well, because if you say the ratings at the end, it could, it could like, he just watched it. We mm-hmm. are, we, we Oh, have so you want to see if his rating might change at the yes, end through yes, our perspective, yeah, through yeah, our opinion? Yeah. Okay, go ahead then. What would you say for, since you just came out? Okay, uh, well, I like all three. Um, Unbreakable was really good. Uh, Split was really good. And then I feel that uh, Glass is really good. Probably to, uh, on scale 1 to 10, I'll probably give it like an 8.9. Okay. Wow. See, see, I told now, you. Now, oh wow. With that being said, it was because of the fact that when 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 they showed the magazine, uh, was it the Osaka Tower in Philadelphia? Uh, uh-huh. I was hoping. I was I was wondering like, okay, well, how is that going to play when they get to it? But then you know, I realized that they just settled or they squashed the beef like right during right then. before they got to it. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. So right. eight point nine. Eight point nine. Well, you know, uh, eight point nine is you. You know, that's a pretty high. It's basically I don't, I don't get my ratings. I, I really don't. I know. So yeah. you like the movie that much? Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll actually wow. I'll actually buy the movie. I'll wow. Buy the movie. Wow. Okay. okay. Shout out to M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you got you a great uh, watcher here. He loved it. So yeah, he is a fan. Keep he's a, he's a fan of it. Yeah. Keep it the good word, man. Yeah. You know what other movies he made? Oh no. Uh-uh. Six Sense. Six Sense. Yeah, he made oh. Six Sense. And we're gonna stop from there before. I know, we right? Talk yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, for those that are listening out there, this is going to be spoiler-filled. Yes. Uh, we're going to go in depth with this film a lot. Oh, yeah. We're going to change that 8.9 by the to, end of this. To a 10? Uh, to a 10? I know, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> hey, All right, so. To a 10, you know what I mean? We'll start off uh, with talking about the characters. You know, that's, I think, is the main reason we all came back to see all of these three come together. What do we think about their performances and what they serve for the film? Who wants to go first? You can go first. Uh, all three were... Great, excellent actors. Well, the main, uh, the main characters. Um, I really did like. I really did like the way how the, uh, the story connected towards the end, because um, it gave me a different perspective in terms of Samuel L. Jackson's character overall. Um, at first, I thought like he was pretty much just a villain, mm-hmm. but then you realize it. Uh, it gives you like a different perspective. Well, I understand he did these bad things, but at the same time, he did it for the greater good. So, in sense of it, it's like. Like, um, sacrificing one thing for something greater, and in the sense of that, you actually can apply that to like everyday living in terms of like probably like for people who are you know probably like in the military or um, or anything like that, you know. Okay, uh, what about James McAvoy and Bruce Willis? What was it like seeing them to come back? I'm bad with the names, bro. Uh, the the yep. both of ball headed. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis was the green poncho, and oh, James- Bruce Willis. You know, it's funny. Like whenever I do see him in the movies, it's kind of hard for me to like really like get into the movie or watch the movie. But then once I watch the movie, see him like once I look at the movie, then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like. Wait, you saying you're saying 
that you can't get into him as an actor in his movies. Yeah, because I always get him mixed up with the dude uh, who was the main protagonist for uh, the transporter. Jason Statham. Yeah, always ever since I was young, I always got those two mixed up. So yeah. You know, because they had like the same hair same handshake. Same same hair design. What did you think of seeing Bruce Willis in this film from Unbreakable? He did pretty good. He did pretty good. James McAvoy from Split. Oh yo, he's he's an awesome actor, man. He's an awesome actor. Like I don't really give that a a whole lot, but he's an awesome actor. Like Mm -hmm. just he's so he's so versatile because even we see him in X Men and then something like especially him doing something like this, because I'm thinking of, like the first time I see him in Split, and like his just his whole persona, like with him being able to play like so many characters all in one. That's true. That's a lot of talent. That's a lot of talent. That's a lot of discipline, and be able to switch like there on the spot, like the way he did it. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, what about you, Ralph? What, what did you think of these three actors? <clears throat> well, first, um, Kevin Wendell Crumb. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the character, and I feel like. He set a standard for um, anyone who's tried to play like someone with a state personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, if 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 you if you an actor and you have been in a um, acting class and you you know you played Freeze, you know the idea of having changed the, the situation, the character, everything. And I feel like he did that on steroids mm-hmm. by himself, um, really quick. It wasn't like where you had to freeze. He had no time to freeze. It was switching from character to character. <laughs> And I think, um, I don't know, I, I would love to learn his method of how he even, you know, mm-hmm. decided to go about that. Because I have a way, like, in my mind, like, how did he do that? Maybe he learned the lines first and then he, I don't know, but or maybe he played Freeze. You know, but, you know uh, Samuel L. Jackson thought he was one of the best actors in the world until he saw James McAvoy do Split. And then he admits, like, I, I ain't shit as an actor. <laughs> really? <laughs> I can't do that. I know, right? That I, I can't switch it on the spot like that. <laughs> I know, so. that's probably, you know, anyway. But no, I, I think that... Um, Kevin Wendell Crumb, his character um, very consistent. Mm-hmm. I think he, he yeah. I think he was probably the 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 most. Um, I loved his character. He stood out every mm-hmm. time he was on screen. He was definitely um, took it to the next level. Um, and he, the the thing with David Dunn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I loved Unbreakable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I loved his character in Unbreakable because I still to this day. Um, when when I would lift weights or whatever, I would yeah. act as if you know, it's like wow, like this kind of motivates me to go up, you know, yeah. with the weights, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just how he did. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know I could do that, and I, I've actually I felt like the guy in Unbreakable, so I, that's how I related to that character. But he wasn't. I didn't feel like he was that character mm-hmm. in um, Glass. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like in in Glass he was a he was a, a, a this this character that didn't really have lines. I feel this is what I really feel. Mm-hmm. I feel that. M. Night Shyamalan probably came to Bruce Willis and was like, hey, yo, I'm, I'm going to make another one. And Bruce Willis was like, no, I don't want to do it again. I'm gonna, I'm actually, do it. actually, what happened with that was that uh, both Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis was ready to make the uh, sequels. It was M. Night that was like, I'm not ready to go back to that world. Because they said, Samuel Jackson said in an interview that M. Night originally planned for this to be a trilogy. And Samuel Jackson was just waiting like, all right, you know, I'm ready for it. But... He wasn't going to, like, not do anything until the Unbreakable sequel came out, you know, especially being 19 years later. So he went on to do work. But it was in reality M. Night that wasn't ready to come back until he did Split. And then Split went to Samuel Jackson and said, go see the movie Split. I want you to see it for a second. So Samuel Jackson saw it and said, oh, we finally going back to... Yes. And that's when the third came out. Mm -hmm. What was the end scene of Split? I can't remember what brought... That whole idea. That uh, they were at the diner. Who? Who were they? Um, it was just it was just the civilians that were at a diner. None of the main characters from Split, and they looked up at the TV and saw that the horde was released, and they were like, um, "When was the last time we saw something as devastating as the horde?" You know, and they were like, "Oh, what about that guy that got arrested at the asylum like sixteen years ago or something like that?" And then uh, Bruce Willis was standing right, was sitting right next to him, and said, "It was Mister Glass." And then he said, "So, on a business aspect, you're telling me that M. Night Shyamalan put Samuel Jackson in a movie, and he didn't even know he was in the movie? No, no, so no, 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 Glass no, 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 no,
and they showed Glass. They showed no, they no, never showed him. No, it uh, was uh, Bruce Willis who was, who was there. there. So yes, is Bruce Willis the Horde? No, the Horde is uh, James McAvoy. The okay, Horde yeah. is James McAvoy. That, that characters. One, yeah, okay. It's all those personalities in his body. They, they, to uh, call it to shorten it, it's just called the Horde, the Horde. Oh, like okay. the group. Gotcha. Yeah, no, no, no. It was Bruce Willis saying that? Oh, yeah, that's Mr. Glass you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, Dude, I had to refresh my memory on that. But no, yeah. okay. But no, back to the characters. Um, um, I the, the reason why I said what I said about you know uh, it felt like Bruce Willis didn't want to play it is because at the end of the day, I feel like M Night Shyamalan had a story and he needed to bring Unbreakable back because I feel, I don't feel like um he was needed like in the whole film. You know what I'm saying? So I feel yes. like I f- and 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 since I feel like he wasn't needed in this whole film, it goes into a whole other topic of just like I don't think that this was originally a trilogy that I don't think that what happened, what we what we saw, the Unbreakable um, split in glass. I don't think that was even if he did think of a sequel or a trilogy. I don't think that th- what we saw was the actual thing that he thought of, and I can go into that later. But back to glass. Um, Mr. Glass, I feel like, again, him, he is considered a really good villain <laughs> in Unbreakable, though. You know what I'm saying? In Unbreakable. And when he came into Glass, he felt like like all of the ideas that he had, it felt like it didn't lead anywhere. There was no climax to, 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 a, to an aspiration of what we think Glass could be. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, like I, I saw him of what he could do, the, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that he could damage, he could do mm-hmm. for it to, to end with an ending such as that. We're going to talk about the ending later, I guess. But the ending to the whole movie is that like that that ending, I feel like was on a cutting room floor or something. I don't know. Like it's like it's, it's like open to an individual's imagination. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Because he says like at the um, Samuel Jackson was saying, Mr. Glass, <clears throat> he was saying that it's an origin. So, right, in other right. words, that's just the, the exact beginning of what's what's you know, to unfold. You know? The thing right, about that, right. um, first off, I don't like this movie, to be honest. Okay. This was not a good movie, nor was it a good conclusion to a trilogy when you had two successful films behind it. Mm-hmm. And for you to be mixing both of the films, and this is the recipe that we get, it should have been delicious, but it actually turned out to be distasteful well but to uh, go from that um the characters james mcavoy is the saving grace of this film he was the best part about split and he was the best part of this film and we even got to see a few more personalities that he didn't explore and split even if they were for two seconds but that's just there to showcase his acting skills like like if anything that that whole entire movie could have been this demo reel uh, split and from this film so yeah again <laughs> he showed up yeah like you don't have to ask him anything else like oh can you play the- go yeah. see my movie and then you'll <laughs> play every character you want what you need yeah <laughs> um but for samuel jackson and bruce willis i personally think those characters were most so were mer- more so sidelined in this film which is why we don't have much of a connection to either either of these two characters bruce willis to me I, I even asked somebody at the end of this film, like, give me one line of dialogue, which they gave it to me, like, <laughs> I'm going to take a walk. You had to think about that, though, for a second, because it really was him outside of this film for a majority of the uh, runtime. Yeah. And for Samuel L. Jackson, for one, this movie shouldn't have even been called Glass. I know yeah. why it was called Glass, because the first one's Unbreakable, connects to Bruce Willis, the second one split to James McAvoy. so the, this one, you want Glass to connect to Samuel L. Jackson, I get it. But for the title of the film and who the protagonist is, that does not go to Samuel L. Jackson. To be honest, it feels like it goes back to James McAvoy. Like it's a sequel to Split. Yes, Split yeah. 2.0. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was disappointed with those two. Well, first of all, to, for, for you to say that you didn't like this movie, for him to say that he liked Gives it. Gives it 8.9. Like, but, I can't. That and that leaves me greatly and settled in the middle of where I give I give it like a uh, what I say a seven or six point five seven yeah um so yeah this is great this is a great um review you know of a wide variety a very like unbiased overall mm-hmm. even though we're biased you know in mm-hmm. our own perspective we're actually coming off with a very unbiased thing because we're getting full spectrum of ideas. because I give it four out of ten. Okay, cool. Well, like, this was just bad, but I'll, I'll explain why so more. Um, well, first off, 
the very beginning of this film was promising. Like the first 15 minutes mm-hmm. when it was uh, the horde, James McAvoy, and he had the girls... Uh, kidnapped like okay this is something we are aware of you know it's like going back to what we liked about split and then uh throughout those 15 minutes later on uh bruce willis he comes into the picture and he saves the girls because this is what he's been doing for 19 years so it's like a good way for these two characters to match or to match together and then they fight one another and it's like yes this is exactly what i'm expecting from seeing these two films come together and then the institution comes in and it takes over for the rest of the film and my god was it a snores fest all they did was just lock these three characters in the institution for the rest of the film there's no real interaction between them and even when there is the dialogue that's between all three of them is just going back and explaining what we already know trying to convince these characters that they're not who they think they are but they've been doing this for or at least in Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis's eyes, they've been doing this for 19 years. So all for you to do is just to lock them up and convince them, oh, you guys aren't what you think you are. That's not going to work. Not with these characters. Not well, with these mindsets. <clears throat> and uh, take it. Well, take that. That's, well, that's, a, that's the thing. I, I feel like that's where, um, in, in sense of it, that's where the disconnection comes. Because if you ever been placed in a situation or an environment where you're being told like you his thing with uh his name is bruce bruce, Willis, bruce, Willis, bruce or Willis. david dunn is his character david dunn mm-hmm. david dunn so the reason why i feel like he didn't really have to say too much because the fact that he was already content in who he was you know it took his son if you uh if you watch mm-hmm. a break well, yeah. to, to show him like hey you know you're living a life that that that's not you that doesn't this doesn't that this and that this i mean you can do this you can live ordinary but you're not ordinary you know you have a gift that can pretty much benefit, you know, society. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, what was his, um, what was his uh, comic name? Or the Overseer? Or, uh, green. Uh, it was Overseer. The green, green something. something. Green, yeah. The Green Seeker. Green, green Seeker, Overseer. Oh, his name? His uh, yeah, like comic book name. Oh. Like what were people calling him on the internet? Oh, yeah. Right. And then if you go back to the movie, you'll see where it says like Overseer. Hmm. So if you think about it, it's like he's literally doing the rights for for the people because you already know how society living is his, his right. purpose right living his purpose so that's why i feel like he didn't have to really say too much but at the same time though um, you know why did he get arrested by the way why did he have to go to the institution what because you mean? Of, he was doing illegal stuff they have they have uh, what actually, was he doing that was illegal he was he, he was he, taking he, the crime to his own hands yeah, something that's like vigilante. Batman, yeah. Same, okay so why why would you take him to an institution and why because, not would you because, arrest him the lady was saying that what well, the doctor was saying that um, she believes that all three of them feel that they are superhuman. So I'm pretty sure you see. That all, I don't, it does not matter how I feel. No, it's not, not, not really in an asylum. At the end of the day, you realize that there are people, a higher grade of people, who have mm-hmm. money, who are aware, who, who know, control. yeah, who want control, mm-hmm. and they know that that there are people out there. Who are powerful like you have like within you you could be the president of the United States right. and they don't want you to do that so they are trying to collect all those people and Dr. Um, Ellie Staple she is the one who is uh, collecting these her job is to make sure that it doesn't like happen yeah. and get, get all these people watch them yes yeah. but that doesn't mean Bruce Willis has to truly uh, compromise or go along with the flow no, like, he didn't even have to he didn't want to say anything like why no. am I here why did I do that I was wrong no. even for the uh, place that you arrested me at you have four witnesses that could tell you I was there to save them so why am I locked up here right now to where the horde who was about to eat them yeah I can see why he's arrested or even better yet in an institution or asylum whatever but why am I here they, what did I that's do they answered like, yeah they did it's like, what did they you, say you at, the very be- at the very beginning this is what happened you remember when both of them fell out of the window <clears throat> yes alright so um, the beast he was getting ready to go ahead and you know start lashing out and find his way out but they, that's when they used the um, um, the flash the, or yeah the flash is the um, the hypnosis the hypnosis uh, the hypno, uh, hypnosis flash that's what they call it hypnosis and then after that um, she was saying on the microphone hey um, you know you have the ability to get out but there's been there's already enough people who are hurt you know so that's so that's when she, that's when she said that and made the connection to him like okay well yeah I'm not a villain I'm a superhero so I'm gonna go along with them. Uh, without you know, uh, without the risk of hurting these people, 
Right. That was the reason he could have hurt them. Yeah. Right. He could have hurt them. But he didn't want to actually physically hurt them. But, like, I understand, like, on a deeper level, there is, in reality, there is asylums. There are cops. There are people trying to do stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This, you are connecting this situation with that. The, 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 the twist is that, yes, they were supposed to be thinking that they're in that. Mm-hmm. That thing that you think they're in. And then you realize that, no, they're actually captured by this higher thing that aware that they have powers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he was captured. So it's like for you to still ask, why no. was he captured? Even, even, like, no, I see with their perspective. I'm looking at Bruce Willis's perspective. Like, why are you not saying anything? Why are you not speaking but, up for yourself knowing that you're not supposed to be there? Not, he's not trying not to just, them. Not, yeah, he's, no, 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 no. He's like, why are you not arrested? That's where you should be if you are going to get into this type of trouble. If you are going to go for vigilante, whatever the case is going to be, you should be in a jail if that's where you're going, not an institution or asylum. But that's not really true because also Bruce Willis has come off to believe that he can do this, right? Yes. That's why. But no one knows who he is. But why wouldn't they? They they know that he like, they know except yeah except these institutions except this government. That's why when they said that his name yes David Dunn he looked like oh snap they know not who just I David am. Dunn but they also knew that there was someone out there trying to be a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Then they they can put two and two together when they realize that David Dunn and the, the, the stupid twist in the story that um that the the dad of um uh Kevin Wendelcrum was in the, the train <laughs> in the train that whole like that's what get back to the whole idea I don't think this was a trilogy but um that um I, I feel like they they knew who he was you know what I'm saying he's the only one that survived I mean he's famous mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and he's trying and he's going around actually doing stuff that makes him even look more invincible or whatever you know okay then why can he ever said I want to speak to a lawyer like reality hits, you should not be there for your for your quote unquote crimes. No, even no, no, if they no, no. know, even not really, not really. Because at the end of the day, I I get what you're saying. I feel like I feel like that part of why he didn't ask for a cop, it it probably was a part in the film that was a time lapse. Like it, it go from him getting captured to in the in the asylum. Mm-hmm. And that in a time lapse could have anything happened. Of course, that you know it, right, it went straight from the uh, arrest to the. Uh, remember the uh, part with the security camera and they went through the doors. Yeah. It was like uh, um, the horror James McAvoy when he was headwood. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Don't. Okay, fine, fine. I, I'll go through the door, but don't touch me. Right. And Bruce Willis went through with his hands cuffed. But that, that that's cut to that scene though, right? No, they. I mean, they still get in the car and then drive off. And then it goes to that scene. So it's like, so you're saying from the car, they I don't really remember the movie. They, they, <laughs> that shows how much you love the movie. <laughs> I mean, no, that's not. No, it's only three days ago. I don't even barely remember everything that happened in Back to the Future. I love that movie. But, um, how dare you? But my, my, my point is that, let, let's get off of, I guess, the idea of David Dunn, because we still got other stuff to cover. Yeah, I was about to say, that's just something that bugs yeah. me personally about David Dunn, which is another reason that Bruce Willis is not a connector. I, connected with a connector a yeah, that, that's true with. right but i still agree with him was like he's an older guy he's living his purpose and he's he don't feel he's feel untouchable at this point you know in my opinion you know um and when he he started to believe more he gets out of the he gets of out of the show yeah he's right, like well, he's not he's not he's not allowing himself to, to remain dormant well yeah, to go into this what about let's go to the institution because once they get into the institution for me that's when the movie just takes a back turn and i okay i'm beyond yeah. disappointed i feel like this could have been amazing um but i understand where m night is coming from with telling his story with uh, going in depth about his characters because this is all about a psychological thrill. This is like superheroes that do live it live within our world. Mm-hmm. How uh, do we go about it? Instead of them in flying yeah. yeah, instead of flying in the sky, what if they were just in the city and they just didn't know what to do and how to go about it. So I understand that, which is why Unbreakable and Split are good films. But in this film, when they are arrested and they are here in this institution, it goes nowhere. There is no real interaction between these three characters, and when it does happen, it's not on any level of excitement. It's all through dialogue, expositional dialogue, of which we already know. And then towards the end, where it does start to get good, it only takes baby steps to get to the ending. The ending itself was not as big of a climactic 
experience so, as we were hoping for. At least how would, you, I would. how would you prefer for the end to have happened then? How about well, let's go to the tower like you said you were <laughs> going to. How, we can start there for the world to see these three characters really doing what they see, say that they can. It's not a Marvel film. Yeah, but I understand that. I do understand yeah. that. So even if we can't go to the Asaka Tower you at least have to have it to where we at least have to have it to where the climax should not just have been right outside of this institution that we've been locked up the whole entire time. Why shouldn't it? Why shouldn't it have had... Why would uh, you want to see the ending happen at anywhere tower? else? Yeah. Yeah, like... Okay. How do I, like, break it down? Because, in my mind... You ever seen X-Men Days of Future Past? Mm-hmm. Granted, of course, it's a Marvel movie. And you got um, James McAvoy in it. Oh, who was amazing as Professor X, by the way, yes. But in that film, even though there was action and there's so much going around because of superheroes, these are heroes that are humanized. If you ever listen to the dialogue between Professor Xavier and how he is explaining how we can get through this, it's about hope. It's about faith. Not not even on a Christian level. It's just really about believing in yourself. Absorbing everyone's pain and using that to your best ability because you cannot, quote-unquote, break that's how we're going to uh, handle this. In this film, for the ending to just be, you know, of course, uh, reveal all these plot twists, which some of them land, some of them really don't. But for us to uh, end on this level, I feel as if we could have just done, we could have just done a lot better. For this to be 19 years later and all we reveal is that Kevin Wendell Crumb's father was on the train, which is interesting, but it doesn't really... What does that do to the story? Wait, can't wait to talk about. Wait a minute, go ahead. What you about to say? No, I was, gonna, I was about to say something. Because I mean, that's the thing, though. Because I feel like with um, uh, with Bruce Willis, he didn't really had to say much of anything, and because of the fact that he already restored his faith, and even with uh, Samuel Jackson, he was explaining to um, uh, who was the the beast? His name, his character uh, name, Kevin. Kevin. So Kevin. Um, you realize that when he was in asylum, that when the 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 therapist was talking to him, she was literally breaking him down to believe that mm-hmm. for him to lose faith. That's what right. I'm saying. That if you ever get yourself or you place yourself in that position, you know, that's or real. in that state, that's real. That's 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 when you like you yourself. You're your biggest enemy. So you can have everybody else on the outside of you talking and saying whatever but then when you start doubting yourself that's what that's when it really occurs not so I feel like if anything, no matter how many powers you got yeah, no matter how many powers you got not when you've been doing this for 19 years you can that's not that's not yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm saying I'm not, we're not talking about I'm not talking about Bruce Willis I'm talking about this Kevin Bruce Willis he's already that's what I'm saying he's already content with who he um, who he including was including Samuel L. Jackson yeah and he already both of them already knew it, it, that's why so, like Samuel Jackson he was inside it for so long uh, even when he, right. when he mentioned, um, like, he was able to, like, you remember his mom said, like, oh, yeah, when he first got in here, he uh, uh, looked at the blueprint of the whole facility um, from a, uh, what is that, like, an art, uh, architect or whatever it is, or engineer that, that left the blueprint behind. Mm-hmm. So he already read the whole thing. Like, keep in mind, like, when you're, when you're being captive like that and you're in a, you're in a facility like that, just jailing just in just in general because that's that's that's, that's imprisonment especially when you have mental and when you're being mental uh, in prison too mm-hmm. you start to you you start to like target uh, target yourself first and not mm-hmm. to mention he's not just being you know cr- de- criminalized by those things right he's also crippled yes yeah, he so, can't get anywhere that's even more so that that, that, that motivates him yeah, even more that motive to me that motivates his reasoning of why it stayed there and you his mother just to add on to yeah. it when his mother went to go see him he sat he was like that. Oh, so you guys, you guys can't really see me, but I was making the same <laughs> face that he was making when he was in the wheelchair. But um, his mother was sitting there telling him, you know, you're better than this. You can do this. Don't, don't stop. So you have to understand that we're as even you can have any amount of superpowers in the world, you're still going to be human at the end of the day. You're still going to be your your worst critic ever. So with Samuel Jackson going back and even giving hope to the to Kevin for him to even start in terms of the, all the many faces that that was within him. Uh, with the lady, I forgot. Um, she's supposed to be the um, uh, the the uh, when he turned to the woman, you know, he was holding his neck like so. Patricia, Patricia, right? Patricia, she was she she herself was even losing faith. But then Samuel Jackson came in, rolled in with the with the wheelchair, and I'm saying, oh, um, <clears throat> uh, when Patricia was starting to say that, she's starting to lose faith. 
Samuel Jackson went back and reestablished that what they're saying, because he said that there's there there's 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 similarities, but there's also a difference. But he's saying that um, science itself cannot fully explain everything, because when it comes down to the the I'm not gonna really say the mystical, but in terms of um, the supernatural, right? Uh, there's just things that that science just can't explain. Science gives us the ability to understand them. But not entirely, because it's like the best way for you to understand it yourself is if you're if you're going through it yourself or you mm-hmm. uh, witnessed it. Which you know? they said, and I don't know how many times they did <clears throat> Unbreakable in this film. And to go back to that, a reason to where I didn't really believe so much when uh, she was losing faith because the doctor was questioning the beast, and she was like, "Well, what about the gunshots? You know, how do you what about the that? bar? What about the bars? What about climbing the walls?" And even. That's that's the one thing they left out. I was like, you forgot climbing on the walls. You forgot jumping. You forgot no, sprinting. I, I, no, they, no, they, they mentioned climbing. No, they no, mentioned climbing. They the didn't. Walls. They did not mention climbing on the did, walls. They did because when they're all yeah, three of them were sitting down. Yeah, when all three of them sitting down, the dude Kevin was in the middle, and she looked at him. She said, "Oh yeah, when we came. The yeah, the zoo. They said that we saw pictures of like extreme mountain climbers." Um, uh, within within your room, and she said, and you know that's when um, uh, what was the lady who did this again? Patricia. Patricia was saying um, was saying, what's your point in all this? She's saying, oh, I must have missed that. Point. Yeah, I, I just remember the gunshots and everything like that. No, no, they was they, they, they discussed no, it. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That, but, but I think he, he, I think the the effects of seeing the the, the ceiling crack right. and stuff like that was yeah. to to kind of make us feel like he's really doing this. He's really doing it. It's possible. And, you know, to go back to how you said that the um, the second act was kind of slow or, you know, it was kind of like... And, and his and character... Know, actually, hold on. Not to go back to that, even for the mountain climbers, was she just talking about that specific location? Because he could do that anywhere he goes. That's no, no, the no, thing, no, though. Like, that's the thing, though, with mountain climbers, like extreme mountain climbers. If you watch this, uh, I highly recommend the show uh, called Stanley Superhumans. R.I.P. Stanley. I know, bro. But, um... R.I.P. Stan, R.I.P. But if you go look at the History Channel, Stan Lee literally had, literally found someone in somewhere in Southeast or Southwest Asia. Mm-hmm. He literally, brown skinned dude, Indian dude, I was going to say he's Indian. Okay. But he, he can literally climb like on any kind of cliff or anything like that. Um, um, that's like, that doesn't have enough like uh, footing. So he's literally like, like, um, Inserting his fingers in small cracks and crevices, and his fingers are like you have to understand. That's like, a dog, guys. Have... The dogs with a bell. Yeah, I'm trying to do audio here, but they got a bell. Who put a bell on a dog? We're trying to do audio. So you have to you have to really understand that um, just from that alone, which is a human being. If you look at the episode, it should be it should probably be in the second season. I mean, uh, third season. But if you look at it though, you're gonna realize that him look at look at the the comparisons. If a human being is able to do that without without having enough footing, especially these, he's in, in, um, uh, inserting his fingers in in really small cracks and crevices, and he's still able to climb. That's human. That's human. That's human. Uh, superhuman strength and also grip. So connecting that back to with so Kevin, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. real. It's real. I mean, like even with the mom who lifted the car because her daughter was under the car, she lift, literally she lifted picked the car, the car yeah. by herself. Like, cause it was just in that moment. She can never do it again. But right. she did it because of that instance. And and there's the only a, reason why she was able to do that is because she believed she could. Right. And there's a reason that Stan Lee was the one that could find these uh, specific well, because, people, right? Because they're not just superheroes. They're just you know people. these people who. Well, there's yeah, another I mean, one. That's what inspired the whole superheroes. Right. Right, but uh, back like with the idea of um um wait what were we talking about in terms of connecting uh, in terms of like we're explaining the fact that when um the scene was just all about the dialogue of what we already know but trying to convince them that they're not who they think they are until Samuel Jackson comes in says the exact same thing but oh but everything she was saying. We, 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 we really are who we say we are. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's the thing because like, she doesn't she, she doesn't have that experience. So yeah, she, she know, hasn't seen. She doesn't have that belief in, in Star But now she have at the end of the movie. Right. But but to to, to, to go off the movie when you say what you know Bruce Willis didn't talk much. Like, I don't really remember him talking that much in Unbreakable. He was no. I mean, he was the main character. Granted, he had to talk, but I'm saying but he, he was he, still quiet. It was okay, very even, mysterious. Right. Even if he is a quiet character, in Unbreakable, though, this is his character uh, arc. This is his story arc, and we get to right. follow this character and understand how he goes from this person and how he's a different person by the end of the film without having to say much. But in this movie, it does not work because he is sidelined. He's pushed to the side. We There's so many scenes to where when you get to Samuel L. Jackson and James McAvoy and cutbacks to him, you're like, oh, damn, I almost forgot about him. Him. 
and that's not good. I mean, of course, when you're not, missing. I mean, you, you gotta keep in mind overall, even back in Unbreakable, you have to understand that we're still dealing with the character who's in a state of doubt. So he he he's not going to he he already he's already done the damage already. So. For him to what damage? Here. He was just locked up for the whole entire no, film after it, he no, got. No, go back to Unbreakable. You have to understand that the fact that the self doubt even was well was really prevalent um, back to when um, before he even started drowning. But the fact that when he made uh, when he was marrying his his son's uh, 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 mother, you know, mm-hmm. he could have been he could have paid he, he could have continued going in and playing the professional in in the, in the football league. But what happened is the fact that. Um, he was like, you know what? He felt like he was he was out of place. He didn't really fit. Um, and then he pretty much had to uh, just go along with what the wife wanted. And you know, the wife at the end uh, towards the movie realized like, oh yeah, you could have really done this and that. But she still kept. She, but that was it was like automatically too late. You know. So that's what I'm saying that the fact that when the son came in, the son was like, Dad, like I already seen you be able to do all this and all that. Why don't, why don't you believe in yourself? You know, if you remember back in uh, uh, the movie Unbreakable, mm-hmm. you know, so it's literally the son is literally putting all the pieces back together. So, I mean, the fact that you the fact that you've already like uh, uh, manifested certain personalities or traits of, uh, of yourself to this state, um, you know, it's pretty much like um, it's pretty much like this. He, he's going to take a while for him to rewrite that wrong. But at the same time, you see him you see him taking different actions or taking different steps in terms of. You know, going about certain things. So, um, I mean, if anything, it's just like you always have to keep that state of state, keep that state of um, of of like manifestation of like. It's going to take a while for you to 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 to. I guess you could say like subconsciously rewrite your uh, your way of thinking, but once the conscious mind, subconscious mind, come together, then you can pretty much rewrite anything. Right. You know, right. within your state of consciousness, right? Because it's, it's not just a belief anymore. It's like this this real thing that you know is true, like, right? You know, because you experienced it, right? And, and once you get to know who you are in general, that's when you start unlocking other yeah. superhuman, other exactly. You know, uh, uh, superhuman uh, abilities and traits. So it's like, granted, when he like back in like an unbreakable when he when the and and now glass when the follower is saying, oh, I'm going out for a walk. You can tell he's really persistent. He was like, "No, I'm going for this walk. I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and see for his people." Yeah, let him walk. Let, let him walk, because he knows for a fact, like I'm the only one who can stop these people. The, the cops ain't doing anything. FBI is not doing anything, and all these people are just trying to, you know, hide up the, I mean, hide the evidence. Right. So, yeah, so I mean, the way I see it, I mean, if I have superpowers, well, everybody has superpowers. I have superpowers. You have superpowers. He has superpowers. You know, we just have to go ahead and just do what is right because. Okay. Well, let me. I haven't talked yet. Yeah. Go ahead. Rough has to say about all this, but I know you want to talk about the death too with Kevin at the end, his father. Because I, I want to oh. get. I really want to talk a lot about the ending, but ending is just what has a bunch of questions, a, right. a bunch of things that we have to uh, uh, t- uh, go over. But go ahead. I want to hear what you guys say. Just like, I, I feel that this is a superhero film mm-hmm. and that it works. The reason why it works, you know, yeah, um, quote, unquote with the fingers. Um, uh, the reason why it works to me is because, like you said, um, uh, Days of Future Past, it's a superhero film that's grounded, but it's still based in this world that superheroism is this big thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that 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 is that that's that type of that's those high big grand scale films blockbusters that are doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've always wanted, and I'm still I, I still feel like I, I can get like a whole like ten or twelve movies that I would love to watch of films like this. In an idea of films that 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 is real superheroes and their situations aren't with the government. You know, what I mean, like not aren't with the cops and stuff. It's real. It's with this like with self. You know, or mm-hmm. um, you know, these small stories that make it just be based in the living room of your house of you just having these powers and you trying to get to know them and something different than Spider Man. The way he gets to know his um, you know, his uh, powers. You they get to know him in a different way, a very intimate way. Or mm-hmm. it may be this thing that is a secret, like the period. You know, when a girl have a period. Mm-hmm. And it's like having a film that is that's I'm, I'm about to write that movie now. It's like a film where someone yeah, anyway. I'm not gonna go in that. But this film, I feel like overall, it is a um, it is slow paced in the second act. I'm not gonna lie, it's very slow. But I was engaged. Yeah, you I have to, to you have it, to you, you have to know. Like again, also, I think the reason why I was engaged is because 
I understand why people do the things they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Psychic. Yeah, Psychic. exactly. So I'm not going to judge anyone that, they, okay, they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm more so, it's like, okay, they did that, so what were they thinking? You know what right, I'm saying? So, right. okay, that's what they're thinking. I'm not going to make a character that isn't written. Like, if they, if, if M. Night Shyamalan wrote the character the way he wrote them and, and made them do whatever they do, then that's the character I'm enjoying. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make him say, oh, he should be doing this or he should be doing that. Because that's then, that's like, Comparing it, you know what right, I'm saying, to right. something else, and you comparing it to Days of Future Past, you compare it compare it to like to Marvel. Like I mean, like I understand, like uh, I understand what he's getting at, but at the same time, is that you know I, when trying to bridge or when trying to make the connection between like I, I, here's the connection: you're taking a, a a vessel, which is just the body. You know, the body itself is 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 unlimited. It can do anything you, as long as you just train or do whatever. And then you're taking the soul, which is the, just the being, right? Mm-hmm. So that's literally like just that's that's the powerhouse for that vessel, you know, to operate. But then once you establish that connection, you know, then it's like okay, then then what do you have? You have a whole entity. Like you take the word like, human being, you know what I'm saying? Take off the word uh, human. Just keep the word being. You're still a being, you know what I mean? Like it's like that's like a higher state of consciousness, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's all the what we all are. Right. I you, are, you are presently being. Right. I don't think M. Night Shyamalan wrote these characters as smart as he believes it to be. Bow. To 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 because we keep getting over the fact that I feel that M. Night Shyamalan did not like I I, I wholeheartedly no matter what he say, I don't believe that he wrote these films. Or even thought of these stories together as a trilogy. I feel like this is what he probably did. Wrote Unbreakable. Wow, this Before you say that, okay. I will tell you this. He, he did talk. In, he, he did say in an interview that the character of uh, James McAvoy split, mm-hmm. he actually did have it in the Unbreakable film back then. But he just didn't know how to fit him in. So he added. He actually had his character planned, but he just didn't know how. So that's why when he came back later. But uh, anyway, Again, continue. even by saying that, there is no... There is no, in my opinion, no, no proof like yeah. that. That's true, like because I, I could say that too. I could, like I, I made a story called Smart Cell, and Smart Cell is about this idea. So I can literally, like later on, ten years later, come mm-hmm. up with something that connected. Like right now, I'm sitting here thinking of like, oh, how can I make a sequel to Smart Cell? Oh, I can do this. I can do that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I was sitting here trying to make this sequel. This whole, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that and the reason why I, I believe in my Shyamalan did that. Um, is because of the type of stuff that is in these films. Like for the for the, the, the dad to be in the, on the train, there was never an instance where there was like I feel like there was an idea that just randomly showed up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was never an idea. If if in the first movie Unbreakable, there was a man who did you know lose, and they mentioned that he had a son or something like that, then maybe I can see that maybe that they were actually connected. It seems to me that he said, okay, you know what? He died in a, um. I mean, he lived in a, in a, in a train. So somebody who died is going to be, you know, is going to create this. Okay, okay, great. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you try to connect it. Like who is who is Kevin um, um, Windercrumb um, without that? You know what I'm saying? Like right. you, you're purposely making them connect. They don't connect. It's like how can we make him connect? Oh, we'll put his dad in the train that died. <laughs> what? <laughs> Even if so, it doesn't really have anything to do with the story of what's going on. Do it you don't. feel like, okay, okay, so my father was really in the train the whole entire yeah, time. Yeah, it's just like... But, I do actually see where you're coming from with that because when I did, when that was revealed to uh, us in the theater, all I did was, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, like, that's cool, I guess. And even for Samuel Jackson to explain, look at that. If I didn't do this, this wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen. This one. I think that's him not writing it down. Right. For those I can't exactly. connect it with him being on the train. Just, just making but, it happen. And that's that's yeah. why to me. M. Night, I just don't feel as if, and I'm, again, repeating myself, I don't think he writes these characters as smart as he thinks they really are. Like, when he writes it, like, yeah, this is going good. Yeah, he is the mastermind. But when you watch it, it's like, that's not really enough to call yourself the mastermind. I, I honestly 100% disagree with that. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> if you were in, here's the thing. If you are really the mastermind and you know everything that needs to that you that you need to know in order to create a plan or whatever. If you were in that institution for 19 years, how much sweeter would it have been if he was actually the ruler of the institution? Like he is actually untouchable. He has all these guards. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be cool, but that's what Baruch would do. That's what I'm saying. I'm enjoying the character that I yeah, see. It's, it's, and it's, it's I'm so not because this is too. not enough. It's not you can't movie. call... You're right. It's not. I, I'm just the audience <laughs> member. But if you want my opinion as to why I didn't like it, it's because you're not going to sit here and call yourself a mastermind and just... Looked at like, 
oh, okay, so those cameras are right here, those cameras are right here. I, I'm just going to plan it to where they're actually going to be recording when the suicide mission goes down. Bam. Get it out there in the world for everyone to see and call it a day. No, you have to You have to be more complex than that. Why? You have to be... It works. That, it doesn't. That's why it's... I'm saying, what, what part... But she what already part told him. She told him where the, where the cameras are at. I'm saying this is nothing. This is minimal. Listen, listen. Maybe before, the cameras, before the cameras were there, guess what? Le, 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 wait, listen. Before cameras... There was no um, Kevin, and there was no David there okay. either. Hold you know, on, wait, wait. Let me just go, let me, go, go, like, like, go ahead, go ahead, Rafael. We go just ahead. we just had a conversation about chess, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you like how this is. He was, in my opinion, was in this place playing chess, but he had no pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't have the, the cameras. He didn't have Kevin, nor did he didn't he didn't have David. Right. But he was in there, and he was crippled, and he had all these other things against him. Right. How smart can he be? You know, what I'm saying like as a real human, not this. Not this person that um he's as smart as as Bruce Willis is uh, how strong he is. I'm saying, but I'm still saying that like his idea, right? Can nothing, none of his ideas can manifest if he's in a room locked up. That's why I'm saying if you are in there for 19 years and you're as smart as you think, you should be ruling this prison. And you know that's why how when if you don't have any tools. That's what I'm saying. That's why you are the mastermind. Every answer to the question is up here if you are that smart. You should, see, you know, what? Thing, and are you to be no, no, made no, of no. glass? For you to be made of glass, that would even make your uh, story arc even more sweeter because you're so smart to where you have this institution on lockdown. You are on full control. You have all these guards to protect you because you are so smart. You can outwit everybody. You know where everybody's he coming did, from. Though, at the same time, I just, really. Oh, he's controlling everybody. He's, he's still, like, he's still no. Control- no, for no, one, that security at that side was god awful. I I I I that security was god awful. For you to have these heroes. No, it's, it's pretty much like this. Is like he he's already he's playing the game, and you you can hear in uh, hear from one of the one of the caretakers when they said, "Oh yeah, you know before um what's the, the doctor lady came through, you know it was way much better." Like before she even came into the picture, like he was already like analyzing the whole facility. Yeah, but he That's still all, couldn't do much, right? Still can't do much. He did the best he they could. didn't install these cameras until they got there. Like, until the two until the two uh two um, well, yes, Kevin and David. And like, saying for him to have been there for nineteen years, that should have been out of the question. Like we shouldn't have waited until cameras came up. That nineteen years says a lot. That means so much time has gone by since you were in the institution and you're telling me you have done nothing it's that not, whole time see, with see, your mastermind. You see how you say he have done nothing? In my opinion, it's not that he have done nothing. Yes. It's that he had he has he it's not that he has done nothing. It's that he didn't have the tools to do anything until now. It's like now's the time. That's why the camp, that's why they decided to make a movie at this point in time. They didn't make a movie during those nineteen years that he was stuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a part of even with um Bane in um 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 in the movie Batman, Bane was in that um that that that, that tunnel, whatever that, that mm-hmm. whatever thing for so long before he actually did what Bane would do and when he got out. So it's like he didn't have the tools to get out, you know what I'm saying? Like he couldn't get out. So now, like the same thing with this, like his character couldn't do what he could do. No one else, in my opinion, you see how you say he's smart. He is smart because I don't believe that anyone else in the in that film was smart enough to do what he did. You know what right. I'm saying? Like who else in that movie do you think was just as intelligent? He took into account for uh, getting exposure. He took into account yep, for all like, of those things. How many people are, are working there? Using all those tools. Knowing the time. Uh, knowing the fact that uh, the dude that um, that got his neck sliced up by the glass yeah. from him, yeah. you know, keep in mind like what kind of car he had, and understand that. I mean, this 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 is like the whole mechanics of it. like he's like he said, oh yeah, the the security is weakened when uh, when he pulls up uh, because Didn't know that. you're right because it, it, his because his car combusts or done something. You see what the and even even with that 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 tool like like using pieces in the chest. That tool, it don't mean that that dude was working there for 19 years. Maybe that dude just got there, you know, recently. Yeah. And then he no, said, no, he said too. Like you said, from the, from the, no, from the people I, who I are insane. Unbreakable, it, it said that he went to that institution. Who? Uh, Samuel Jackson. No, I'm talking no, about I'm the talking dude about the, who the, killed. The, the dude that got his, oh, his no, neck sliced. That's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. Like, like he couldn't use that. He, he used him as, he used as a him. pawn. He's a pawn. He was He's, a tool. He, he knew what time he wasn't going to get in there and all that stuff. He couldn't do any of that And he said that he heard the complaints from other employees. That's before, what I'm before that, maybe they was doing really good job at, at keeping you know. With our, with our time being limited, I also want to uh, talk about the deaths of all three okay. of them at the end of the film. I want to know what you guys thought of it. Me, I personally felt like it was not deserved since we didn't connect to these characters 
and I didn't connect to these characters enough. So for the, all three of them to die at the same time, mm-hmm. I felt like that was just M Night. Like we gotta conclude this trilogy. So how am I gonna do it? Bam, 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 and that's it. Call it a day. I always hate when they when when like and, chicks in, in movies like that. You have a superman. I mean a superhero, which is a dude, and then all of a sudden she always gets the like, play your role, man. You you the you the side chick. Just play your role. So that's I'm getting the man killed, man. Like man, he took a bullet to the to the stomach. What and what, then the dude? But what did y'all think about that? I, pissed, I was pissed off about that. I want to see the beast. Like, like I, I just felt like a deep connection with that. I just feel like man, it's like, it, it, as as Samuel Jackson was saying that uh, this is supposed to be another step. And and uh, no, not Samuel Jackson, but Kevin. Uh, when the, um, the lady, who, lady who did this again, Patricia, Patricia, <laughs> Patricia was saying that oh yeah, this is definitely like a, a state of 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 um, of human uh, evolution. You know, to, to, to take in terms of moving forward. Like, I'm glad you said that. Okay. Because I feel that that goes back to M. Night with his writing. When um, Kevin uh, died and he was like, I'm going to be the one to hold the light until the end because that's the main uh, character within the, uh, within the horde. I was like, this would have been beautiful if I was able to connect with this person. If I was able, if you wrote it to where this man is, uh, what this is all centered mm-hmm. around, you know. And it would it would matter, it would you mean know. More, yeah. yeah, especially for him to die in the arms of the only person that really understands him and yeah. where he comes from. Even for her to share a kiss uh, with him That's on the forehead, him. yet you kidnapped her, and how it goes from this to this. But it just did not. It was not a good execution. Well, I mean, that's, mind, that's they, they me. both shared. The, I mean, she also explained her story to him. Uh, explained. She explained. Her, her personal uh, experiences with them back in the movie Split. No, I, I know this how ride. they connect. I'm just saying the way M. Night yeah, wrote it in this film mm-hmm. was this. Do you understand what I'm No, about? I agree. But I think that, that that those are the, you know, there's yin and yang to making mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. versus making a series. Mm-hmm. And if you, I think for that particular plot, it would need like a series in order mm-hmm. to, to really make that work because movie's only like two hours long yeah. and there's so many already plot points that he have to cover up you know and end the movie mm-hmm. so it's like based on the, the time limit of the film he had to like yeah i understand the the, the i understand that the pacing it kind of like for the ideas every idea has a certain type of pacing that has to go with it mm-hmm. and the idea that he came up with it had to be that kind of slow pace that type of you know it's is the, the idea of having everything contained because in my mind okay if i want to make this movie budget low I'm gonna keep it in the asylum. I'm, we're not gonna make it to the building. I, I think the budget definitely had a, a big deal to do with this film. Exactly. Like, in, in my mind, and then how how would I want to make? How can I make this movie still feel grand? Is to make people believe that we're getting to this grand thing. But you know what I'm saying? Really but we don't have to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to, that. That's how. That's the. That's the expectation. Now I'm not saying that he no, successfully 100 percent executed that. But I do believe that he did a good job at making it happen. Because you, you were trying more realistic. Like, yeah, okay, no, like, you were trying to tell the story. It's not about the destination so much as the journey. It's yeah. that's how. Yeah. But like you said, the execution wasn't. You, you, what you just said, like you feel as if it wasn't a hundred percent executed well. Right. That's where I completely agree with you, and which is why I don't like this film overall. Not only that, then you have the uh, twist to where it turns out she really was going to uh, kill them because she was part of the organ, which is like. So even if you convince these three that they aren't superheroes, that you would have let them gone freely. Yeah, like like that's the same thing in somebody's prison. She said, yeah, she said maintaining order and control. And the thing about it too, when she was trying, when she was trying to erase all the all the footages, keep in mind like all the other inmates too, they are in there for like you know, and the exact past. Same you know, thing. she yeah. ain't new to this. She yeah. probably done put so many people like exactly. killed them and changed their minds. And it's an origin story. So right. imagine who gonna come out of the woodworks. After this, exactly, you'd be like, you know what? I've been living in hiding for so long. You know, I'm not going to do it anymore. Just fight like, back. Just yeah, just fight yeah. back. So it's she like she just wanted to grab Bruce Willis' hand. Like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that before you die. Real I mean, for me, I hate you know the way, that. All right, cool. I, I really hated the way how you died because of the fact that I'm like, yo, you you saying that you trying to drive me? I'm saying like, I mean, I just say he's like 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 Samuel Jackson said. Yeah. Oh, um, you know, uh, he his Is he his weaknesses. Who? Bruce Willis. No, well, the, yeah, yeah, they, he can. He I think, damage, I yeah. think, I think that they were implying that he was bulletproof, but you never know because he never got shot. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like that whole his death That's sucked a, to me because it made me mad, mad because it, for me it didn't make sense because they have this big jug of container of water, right? And all, so alone, that big container, just like a pool, could could take him out. Yeah. I would say yeah, but as soon as like, it broke. 
There shouldn't be a reason why he, why he drowned. Not to mention every time he kept putting his face yeah, in the like, water, they kept bringing it up. So yeah, if you like, notice like, when he brought it up, so she can talk to him. <gasps> that's when you like hit him in the yeah, water. Just, like, so, I mean, like, I was thinking too, like probably because he was like like this in the water. Like, yeah, like he, he, he could like push off the like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get off me! Like, yeah, so I, that's why if in a big container and even in his room with all the water spraying on him like that, I can understand that that could take him out. Right. But as soon as that thing broke, I thought in my mind, I was like, oh, it broke. Uh-oh. <laughs> I like, too, like, that was like a symbolism of him, like, uh, conquering his fear. Yeah. Like, he broke yeah. through the... Broke through uh, it. Yeah. yeah, that's what you know I thought. I mean? And then they're going to... And like, then a little puddle of water. Said, Y'all thought. And, but his, <laughs> he, he saw when he looked at the, pe- like, the, the puddle, he was like... And I thought first, <laughs> first I thought it was going to be Kevin going to be like, oh, he saw that pedal. All right. I know, right? Uh, but then it took a dual three leaf, three leaf, uh, three leaf clover, four leaf clover, you know, <laughs> guard, and I'm like, I'm gonna drown you. And it's, it's, it was just yeah, that like certain parts of the end, and including including the idea of um, uh, which came out of nowhere to be honest. But continue. What, what, what came out the three leaf clover organization that come to really execute all the superheroes who think they are or not. If you want to uh, turn them around first. Well, keep in, keep in mind that... Uh, the, the whole point of them is a secret organization. So it's yeah, like... I, I understand, but there's no breadcrumbs or anything. This, this, so when it does happen, you're just like, are you serious? This the breadcrumb is, is Dr. Ellie Staple. Like, her her being there, period. And her her whole motive. Like, I had questions about and, her. I was like, why is she doing what she's doing? Like, why is she talking? Like, why is she making it seem like it's okay? You know what I'm saying? See, like, that's the thing, though. Remember what she said back when, um, when all three of them died and she went back into the room, whatever, and I was talking... And conversating, they said that they were trying to maintain balance. So if you take a three D clover, right? If you think about it, trying to connect to a triangle, that's like it's like it's three parts. So it's balance. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to maintain balance. You see what I'm saying? Three lady. Oh, three so lady. it gives us name. Let's go. It gives, it gives us his <laughs> it name. Gives his yeah. name. Yeah. And, and, another thing, though, um, I, I feel like I'm after we done with this. I feel like I'm gonna be missing out on some things that I, I really wanted to say. But um, yeah. I, I do feel like because it's like wow, we we went through over it. An hour now. We've been on. Oh hour. yeah, because glass is worth mm-hmm. an hour to talk. To. Um, uh, but for my last, you know, just points on this, I yeah. didn't. I want to go back to some characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Elijah's mom, her makeup, yes. Oh sucked. my god, that was the worst. It sucked. It sucked. Um, and <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I, and you know, Natalia, my wife, she didn't even know that it, it was makeup on there until you know they showed the the um the flashback of her, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, I knew it. I knew yes. from, like it looked it looked like a little like I don't know like Rebels. something at the at the bottom of her mouth was going on that they didn't they didn't do a good job. Where yeah, they hired you to do that? Shout out to you, but you suck. I mean, you don't suck. I, you do better than I can, but not on a level of of a of a movie directed by um, yeah. M Night Shyamalan. I still like M Night. Big Shyamalan. Mama's House had better makeup. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes. Um, Doctor Ellie Staple. I honestly, I'm I think I'm getting tired of Sarah Paulson. Um. My mama hated her mouth. Yes, yes. I hate her mouth. In this movie, in this movie, she is her mouth look older because yes. keep, it goes because in her. Night is all about close ups and about <laughs> talking directly into the camera. So. Oh yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I just can't stand her face though, man. Because she was making me so mad. I, I don't like her face. I don't yes. like her acting. She acts the same way in every film too. So Sarah, if you are listening to this, you if suck. you listen to this, uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say you suck, but if you could do something else. Um, that would kind of just because I really liked you. I, I really told um, my wife also who's watching um, um, uh, America's Heart Story, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I said I really liked that they keep bringing her back because she's keep entertaining me. But I'm getting tired of her because it's the same thing. Secondly, um, shout out to Anya Taylor. She's gorgeous. Is it um, Anna Taylor? Or? Anna, Anna, Anya, Anya. It's you A-N-Y-A. know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. I was disappointed because I thought she was gonna be a superhero. Really. Yeah, with the way they set her up and split, the fact that she's very connected to the Beast. Oh. What if there was more... That would have been oh, dope. That would have been dope. What if? I mean... But, you know, it's nothing. It, 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 it turned out to be nothing. Just had to have some characters return for the hell of it. But continue on, Raphael. Um, yeah, Casey Cook, that character. Um, I, 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 I would love to see um, Anya, you said Anna? Anna? That was Anna Taylor-Joy. Okay, well, that, what, that's her name then. Cause Onion, I don't, I don't, Anya. It just spelled A-N-Y-A. Anya. Anya. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see her in more films. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love her. Um, and to see to bring the characters back from um, Unbreakable was a pleasure. I loved seeing uh, Spencer, the son, um, yes. older. You know, to actually because I hate, and to be involved with yeah, uh, to really his involve, father, yeah, 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 yeah. his father and son, exactly. doing, as uh, if it would be after nineteen yeah. years. 
It was 19 years, right? It was 19 years. Um, and then uh, also uh, to bring Elijah Moms back, that was also dope. Because at first I was like, is that the mom? And then they showed the, the flashback of, they had a different um, glass, though. <laughs> you know, you know I, I just want to uh, mention one part of the film, too, because I, I saw it twice. The scene to where it was a flashback and he was in the uh, carnival and he was on the ride. Oh, yeah. He's so yeah, yeah. Broke yeah. I'm sorry, but she made it there before like the ride got worse like she was like Elijah 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 I was like someone want to stop this yeah. they didn't stop until after he breaks his oh, ball yeah, like yeah. yo no the mother was there way before that happened y'all could have yeah, that's some soon the carnival right yeah, there yeah. because of she, that and her screaming like that y'all yes. could have been unstopped it. I could have been rich I know, right? But your, but, your, but 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 that's just me. That's just I was gonna ask that. I, 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 I th- there is some um, some CGI that I saw in the film that was noticeable. For one, uh, the big tub of water outside. I knew it, lo- it looked fake. Oh yeah. You know, why would yeah, they? Yeah, why yeah. would they use an animation to animate the little top on it? I feel like they would have left that like maybe less animated than maybe mm-hmm. they would have got away with it. Um, I don't think that they animated Bruce Willis as much as you think they did when I when we was in the movie. To- we watched the movie together, by the way, mm-hmm. me and Bruce and. Um, I was like, he was saying, you were saying that it was CGI on the flashback of Bruce Willis. Um, and I was like, no, that's not, that's not CGI. That's like, I was like, that no, must, that's either I, long, I, long I lost footage or, because um, it was a, it was a piece of footage I feel like that wasn't in the original film. One piece. Mm-hmm. And then the other part in, on the train when they tried to do the. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That no, was, I thought it was CGI. But I uh, went seeing it a second time because that scene wasn't in Unbreakable. But looking at it, I was like. Maybe that's a deleted yeah, scene that's what from I said. Robert. I yeah, like, so that's why I was like, yeah, you are correct. I was incorrect on that scene. I, was like, I, I, was like, I know yeah. my CG. You know, to be honest, you you just brought me. Um, you just gave me another idea. I know for a fact for the footage um, for where they were showing when um, when they recorded the videos uh, and had it on the on the computer. But um, when Kevin was lifting up the car, I wish he could have done a better job with like him actually bending down and squatting and trying to yeah, actually because like, I'm like that's not how the, the not body how, works. Yeah, yeah. When you like, the, isn't that why he's the beast? No, no, but it's like it's, it's like it's like keeping it grounded, still. right? Like you know, it's like he's kind of off. Like he didn't really look. It was yeah. CGI because they didn't do good with doing yeah. that. No, that's you can tell. They're like, okay, we're done here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Um, we we have talked about this for over an hour now. I think we've gotten as much as we can within that time about glass. Um, our ratings are still the same, you know, right? Uh, wait, 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 new ratings. What? What's, oh, new ratings. Oh, oh, I'm still. No, you go first. I'm first. still four out of ten. Like I don't like this movie, and I've seen it twice now, and it pissed me off the second time because of the slow pacing. Like I thought, now that I know what's going to happen, but. No, it's oh, okay. just even more slow okay. because I'm just waiting for the parts that I did enjoy, and that's nothing until the end of the movie. And even the ending was the best; wasn't the best thing. It was really just the beginning. So after they go into the institution, you sure you want to try to connect it to Marvel? No, or okay. I'm good. Maybe if I saw it a second time, I might feel the same way because I can understand every that. every every uh, time we went to the theater. Well, not not every time, but the uh, time that we went and y'all were rushing to get so many people in that film were saying that they really wanted to fall asleep. And in the movie that I went to, at Stonecrest. Mm-hmm. They all fell asleep, or at least majority of them. Like some people were snoring through a lot, and I'm like, "Is this movie on Nyquil or something?" I, I like, don't think what it's is that the... bad. I think you're exaggerating. Yeah. But <laughs> no, it's literally boring. But go I, ahead, think, go I ahead. think I think my rating went up um, seven point five. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness! No, you, you said you said uh, you said seven point eight the last time. No, I said seven seven no. six point. I'm no, like you six, said six point five seven. Yeah, six point five seven. He went up. Uh, <laughs> he, he, feels, he went up a few clicks. Yeah, a few. And what about you? I mean, honestly, man, it, because it did have a lot of probably, probably, a lot of probably, messages. Probably, probably, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's the reason why I'm looking at it to the movie because the fact is that I'm not really trying to dive into like, like judge the, the movie for yeah, not being yeah, as good as another movie yeah, or whatever. Because I mean, all each like all three had symbolism behind it. So yeah. for me personally, I say that movie's like nine point three. What you said, nine point three? It went up to nine point three. What? I just sucked in my booty hole from <laughs> my booty hole sucked in. <laughs> Cause like, it's like yo, it's like understanding this. It's just like the you have to understand like how how strong your mind really is, you know. Yeah, that's the and whole point like, of the movie. Right, that's yeah. the whole point. That's the message. Right, and it's like, and I'm like, and if you think about it, like I'm pretty sure subconsciously everybody does it without them really, really, rather than really doing it. But when you place yourself in an uncomfortable situation, and that's when you really test your mic. You know, mm-hmm. no pun intended for it more coming. But that's when you really do test your mic. So was, if anything. Going from a state where you know for a fact that you are the greatest or you know for a fact that you are something out of the ordinary and then something ordinary, you know, brings you down. And then after that, it takes something else external, I mean, externally from you to bring you back up. You know, that's 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 a lot. You know, that's 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 yeah. literally a normal 
uh, human state of mind. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. I agree, bro. Well, um, I'm glad to have you guys here to talk about this movie with me. I oh, well, we dived into this a lot, but um, if you guys don't mind, uh, starting off with you, Richard, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at your crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're crushing that joke. I'll see you in my living room one day. I saw my living room. <laughs> now, um, you guys can find me on um, Instagram, Namandu Ru Etae. That's my actual name. Um, I give a lot of like philosophical talks. Um, your real name is what? Namandu. No so, Richard ain't your real name? No, it's just my American name. Just, well, why the freak you have me calling you Richard, man? I mean, well, how do you spell that? How do you spell that? Namandu is spelled N-A-M-A-N-D-U. Okay. That's dope. <laughs> why would I be saying Richard? Because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Namandu. Namandu, yeah. That's a superhero. He's the beast. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's got Kevin. He's the beast. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's all. Um, okay, go ahead. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at a film director, or you can um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm actually building up two mindful behavior and uh, another one called Wrath Two Cents. So it's my two cents about whatever I talk about. So, okay, yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Follow yeah. us all, man. Yeah. All right, so follow uh, us. or www.fgmstory.com. Bow. Mm. Oh, you want to oh, you want to get that email out there too? You want Raphael at fgmstory.com. Or any business inquiries? Yes, if you want videos or anything like that, we make movies over here, and we, we would love to create your next film, your next project. So if you have a budget, and if you would like to see what we can do, come to our website, come see our work. We'll get root writing up some stuff. We have Numandu in it, you know, um, picking up uh, cars and stuff like the beast. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, come on. <laughs> and uh, you guys can find me at on Instagram. I'm the filmmaker. That's I, then the letter M, then T H E, filmmaker. And Twitter at Baru Barocco. You know, I don't get on Twitter a lot, to be honest. But if you guys want to try me there, uh, feel free. But guys, we want to thank you for uh, listening to our opinions on Glass. Let us know what you guys think about the film. If there's anything that you agree with, uh, anything that we might have left out that you want to talk about, whatever it is, uh, let us know in the comments. But thank you guys for listening to Movies on Our Minds, and we will see you next week.